Welcome to Pushing Through. I am Tate Frazier, and as always, I am joined by the kid BJ Armstrong. And BJ, I'm in Chelsea, in New York right now, uh, in a hotel room. And uh, I'm very excited to be, you know see your face right now because we got a lot of basketball to talk about. We got a lot of drama that happened on the court. Finally, BJ, you said you don't like talking about things off the court. We're going to oh. talk about on the court things. Oh, it's a special treat. It's a treat, Tate. It's I love it. I love it. I love it. Bring Detroit it, baby. Detroit basketball. Can we get right yeah. into it? I mean, we got yes. we got some Isaiah Thomas. I'll start there. A former bad boy piston. He said, "If somebody hits me, I hit back." And beef stew. Isaiah Stewart got hit, and he was bleeding. LeBron James, the one who hit him, and there was a, a scuffle on the court. And BJ, uh, how did how did you feel about this? Uh, a lot of a lot of responses, a lot of conversations. But I want to get your take because you're from the D. Yeah, it was it was a lot to digest, and I still haven't digested it. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm in New it was York a, it was two a days lot. later. It was a lot, and but I'm glad we're talking about it, and I'm glad we're talking about it here because this needs to be discussed. You know, I've had the pleasure of talking to a few former bad boys and a few players from that from my era representing players. I'm talking to players from this era. Mm. And it's been great over the last couple of days because we're actually having basketball discussions. Nice. Finally. And I've 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 enjoyed these last 24 hours. And you know, the thing was it was a very unfortunate thing that happened because I don't care what happens. I never like to see anyone get hurt. And Same. whether it was intentional or unintentional, you know, things happen during the course of a game. He was hit, you know, above the shoulders, happened to be in the eye. And it happened. Now, I think everyone who is from a major city who's played basketball in the playgrounds who've played city kids. Yeah. Com- competitive basketball or competitive sports will understand the reaction of a 19 or 20 year old. And, and I can't the, forget the, that. I'm 54, <laughs> Tate, but I can't forget my reactions as a 20 year old kid. Yeah, because you're putting yourself in his shoes. You're bleeding. You just got hit in the face, like you said. I mean, you're reacting as such, as you would. Okay, and anyone who's played basketball in the playground or in those areas where it can get a competitive, where you could talk in trash or what have you, will understand his reaction. Because here, Tate, we like to take in human behavior as part of the equation, and you never know how humans are going to behave in any given era, okay, or any given time or any given moment. So his reaction to me was nothing out of the ordinary because I can't forget that I was 20. I can't forget that. Now, let's divide all of this that has happened here into twofold. There is the basketball business, and then there is what we call the business of basketball. And then let's appropriately break down what happened, Tate, so that we can understand why fines were levied out, why suspensions happened, because Tate, you and I love to discuss the basketball business, and then we also understand the business of basketball. Mm. Now, let's go for it, Tate. 
Let's go for it because, you know, th- this whole thing, you mentioned the suspension, so it comes out after the fact. LeBron James is suspended for one game. That one game that he is suspended for, I'm in New York City. It's at Madison Square Garden. Carmelo Anthony returns. That's going to be a fun game, BJ, but LeBron James not playing because of this suspension. And then Beef Stew, Isaiah Stewart gets two games. Um, obviously, they get fines as well. Um, and this all happens because, uh, you know, according to the NBA, Isaiah Stewart escalated a scuffle. LeBron James incited a scuffle. Um, so th- that was the one-game suspension. That was the two-game suspension. Nothing serious, nothing more than that. We both, we, we, we all parties move on. But that, that was the, uh, the, the NBA litigation that happened on the backside of this. But in the moment, um, you know, it was all over everywhere, you know, online, you know, TV, everyone's talking about this. And, and that was another part of this. And Gilbert Arenas put out this now infamous, you know, post BJ. I don't know if you saw this where he, he told Beef Stew to pack up his things. You know, he was going to be, you know, that you can't go at the king, yada, 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 you know, kind of bit in jest, but. There was all these controversies and conversations coming out, but in the end, it's a two-game suspension and a one-game suspension for LeBron James. Yes, it was. And like I said, there's been a lot of talking around this. There's been a lot of coverage around this. Now, let's talk about here. I want to look at, I want to take this for what it is. And before I give my opinion, I want to make sure that we preface the conversation by allowing the listeners to understand what is going on here. You have the basketball business. The response of Isaiah Stewart was appropriate. In a basketball sense, yes. It was appropriate. I don't know. I spoke to numerous people over the last 24 to 48 hours. Young, old, The response was warranted in the basketball business. In the business of basketball, he did not leave the floor in a orderly or timely fashion, which incited the business. And we must understand that we are in a business tape. So I understand. Imagine you're in a boardroom and you're upset. And I, and I, and, Tate, that's, that's I understand. So you hear, we gonna understand. So I think what happened for the for and from the business of basketball perspective, that was appropriate. Two games. What happened happened. Because let me assure you, Tate, it's going to happen again. See, that's the thing. That's the thing that I want to make sure that the listeners understand. It's going to happen again. (laughs) Contact is going to happen above the shoulders again. Okay, Tate? Let's make sure we understand. This is a physical game, whether it's intentional or unintentional. It's going to happen again. And this is going to set the precedent on what could happen if you don't have your emotions under control for the business of basketball. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now that's the first thing. It goes, it goes against your natural instinct now, in that moment, but you got to well, think, like you said, well, it's I, two I understand different, two different when, minds. You're, when, yeah. when you're 20 years old, 
I don't know how much restraint you're supposed to have. Because thank yeah. goodness my response today isn't wouldn't have been the same response I would have had as a 20-year-old. That comes through age, time, and what that comes from me walking into this basketball world, this basketball business, and then suddenly realizing one day, this is a business around the sport of basketball. Mm. Okay. Now <laughs> that's a now, great way to put it. This is, this, is, this, is, this is what's going on here. Now, everyone wants to know, well, how did they come up with these? Suspensions. Okay, let, let, let's 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 break it down here. Now, Tate, we are whether we want to admit it, but we have to make sure that we all understand professional sports. The NBA is a marketing machine. <laughs> Without marketing, Tate, this doesn't work. Without marketing, Tate, our superstars. This doesn't work. Mm. Without us having our heroes and these discussions of who's the greatest and who is going to be the next guy up and who's going to be, this doesn't work, Tate. Mm. We love having these discussions on who's your favorite team, who's your favorite player, who's your favorite, who, who's the greatest of all time, who has the most unstoppable step back. We love these debates. This is yes. the basketball business. Mm -hmm. But in the business of basketball, we have to do what's in the interest of all those 30 teams so that we can continue to grow this sport in a business way that will allow all of these investors and partners and, and, and all of the people that's involved in this marketing plan we have. This golden goose that we have, we have to take care of it now. Here's what the superstars understand. See, Tate, I wasn't a superstar player, but for whatever reason, I always wanted to understand what that world looked like from their perspective. You're a superstar in this league. When another superstar comes through in any given era, no one hands that superstar the league. That superstar has to take it. And when that superstar takes it, the previous superstar is no longer leading the business of basketball. Mm -hmm. When the commercials come out, instead of the previous star being the first person that you see or having the biggest picture on the poster, he now goes to second or third. Mm -hmm. I had a Magic superstar. To Michael because out of respect to the game, I'm not going to tell you what superstar told me this. I asked this superstar once, I said, what's the most disappointing thing about you aging? Because I wanted to know what to expect when I aged, even though I was a role player. He said, BJ, I'm not upset about not getting the calls anymore. I'm upset because now the referees won't allow me to foul anymore. Because that's my advantage. The aging process doesn't allow you to be who you once were. So you was player X and the star. No one could touch the star. Mm -hmm. As you can you, touch everybody. And yeah. you can touch everybody. See, the star <laughs> players 
Everyone talks about the offense. The star player understands his advantage. He gets away with things the average player can't get away with. And he needs to use that advantage. That's the point. That's your only advantage. Yes. If I was allowed to foul you like you were allowed to foul me, Tate, that's a... I'm not saying the stars get preferential treatment, but what I'm saying is you can't touch the stars in the same way you touch the role players and the star players. We know this. When you go to Madison Square Garden tonight, Carmelo Anthony is going to get a favorable whistle. It's a homecoming because Good for business. they can say what they want, but I'm talking about the business of basketball now. <laughs> Now, Tate, got to yeah. understand where I'm coming from here. Mm-hmm. If you want to talk about what happened there in Detroit, let's talk about the business of basketball and then the basketball business. Carmelo Anthony will get a favorable call tonight if he has three fouls late in the third quarter because I did not pay whatever they paid for those New York Knicks tickets to see <laughs> Carmelo sitting on the bench. No, I mean, LeBron's not playing, of course. LeBron's not playing. I heard Anthony Davis is not playing. Somebody has to address the business of basketball because that game will probably be on TNT, Mm -hmm. right? It's Tuesday night as we're recording this. The business of basketball has to be on display. So now what I'm concerned about is here is the first time that I've seen in this era where suddenly the star player gets a suspension for one game. That's a big thing. Because if there wasn't an escalation of what happened, let's say he got hit. Let's say Isaiah Stewart, whatever happened, there was no escalation. He just goes to the locker room. LeBron's right, still going to get a suspension for one game. Do you st- do you think that LeBron was going to get a suspension for one game? I don't think so. I don't think so either. See, that th- this is where this is where I'm looking at the game going, okay, what's going on here? What's the what's the basketball business saying and what's the business saying? If there wasn't an escalation, I don't think there's a suspension at all. Agreed. If the roles were reversed, I think there would have been a suspension. A hundred percent. See, now Tate, now you're talking to me. See, this is what not not only not only for one game though. I mean, I I think it would have been like five games. I think it would have been like five games. Ten games, yeah. If the roles were reversed, I think there would have been a suspension. If there wasn't an escalation of the event, I don't think there would have been no suspension. So again. This is what we're looking at here. This is what's going on. And understanding if we don't address these two things, the basketball business, that young man responded in a way that everybody who's ever played the game understood and would have responded. People got it. Yeah. Okay. You're bleeding. If you're 20, you're 70. You understood the response. Okay, but now what we have to address, Tate, is the business of basketball. And how is that going to help us move this game forward? And that, to me, 
was the number one priority of all the decisions that have been made over that has been made here over the last 24 hours. Mm. It's all about the, yeah, the business of basketball. Yeah. And how we keep the marketing where it needs to be and then focused in a certain way. And like I said, LeBron gets one game and I mean, I'm just happy that Isaiah store didn't get more because, you know, that was my concern, you know, in the moment that he might get a, a harsher suspension or something like that. But two games is fine. Beef stew will be back. Um, like you said, I think the the Pistons. I I like that Kate Cunningham was in the middle of it. I mean, I, I like that Kate well, was. Being, I just you hope. Know, look, you know, sitting at, at home watching it in the comforts of my home is one thing. I've been in those type of situations. Someone could get seriously hurt, and I don't yes. know if someone did or didn't. Okay, Kate could have gotten hurt. You're right. All of those coaches, referees could have gotten hurt, and more importantly, there was a player who did get hurt. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't like to see anyone get hurt. Say, I'm not an advocate of violence or any of that, but I understand people, and I understand what was going on then, and I understood, and I understood, and I understand now. It's going to happen again, Tate. See, this is the thing that I don't think any of us are talking about. It's going to happen again. You're saying the Pistons are going to, yeah, in no, some no, way. No, 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 the league, in the league. In the league, there's mm-hmm. going to be some accident, whether it's an accident or not, it's not the issue. It's going to happen again. Mm-hmm. And if you are playing in the playground and someone swings at you like that, it's understood <laughs> What's going to happen? <laughs> Whether it was an accident or not. It's under it's it's overstood what's going to happen. There are gonna be repercussions on the other side. You just hit me in the face. Yes. Okay. As an older player, as an older player, when I played, I understood in my 30s, if someone was hitting me in a way that I didn't feel was appropriate, in my 30s. And we were laughing about this. I was talking to some of my friends, former players today, and we were laughing. I said, how would you would have handled that situation? And they started laughing, and we had like a little little group call here. Because I always, I always think it's me. And they said, B, you know what we would have done? Young fella, watch the bowls. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you got to talk to these younger people who aren't from your era. I mean, think about this. LeBron James is what, 36? Six. Mm-hmm. This kid is what, 20? 20. 16 years. You got to talk to him and say, young fella, watch the bowls. Mm-hmm. And then someone said, man, I can't, I can't be messing around with these young guys. I ain't young no more. I don't want to get hit no more. I'm already trying to get the ice bag for halftime. <laughs> you know, we was all laughing on the phone, right? <laughs> Let alone try to get in a skirmish with a young 20-year-old kid. Mm. okay I asked my son this morning I said let me ask you something son if we were at the park playing and you saw me getting in a fight or an altercation with one of your friends who's the same right right around the same age as you what did you what would you say he was like dad you tweaking (laughs) (laughs) I said why would you say I'm tweaking he's like dad why you why you getting in a fight with this (laughs) young kid 
Mm. And that, I mean, that, that is true. I mean, that yeah, is I, true. I, I, I wanted to ask like different age groups. I asked players. They was like, man, what's up with that? I wanted to ask, like, what is, is it, really going on? So the thing I'm trying to say is what happened, happened. And it's going to happen again. But we better be prepared to help these young people understand there's the basketball part of it and then there's the business part of it. And we better get them on the page to say, let's understand what happened because we all understand or we should understand the business that we've all walked into. Yeah, and that's, I mean, for Isaiah Stewart's sake, I mean, it was, uh, that was not... Like you said, this is a huge age gap between these two guys, and you get hit in the face and you react as you react because that is your first instinct. Uh, you have two things in survival. It is fight or flight, and uh, he was going straight into fight, and he was flying too. I mean, he, I mean, he's 20. But what do you expect? He's 20. Yeah, what, what do you expect? Exactly. We've all been there. Your, Take, your son said it. He's, he said, why are you, why are you messing with kids? Why are you fighting kids? Yeah, you, 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 <laughs> he asked me. He said, Dad, you, you, he, I would ask, like, Dad, what's up with you? You tweaking. You tweaking. It's like, okay. So I was like, oh, really? That's funny. He was like, yeah. He was like, mm. and, and so it's interesting to hear the perspective, right? And I've talked to people 60. I've talked to people in the league, coaches, executives, kids, kids who are young, that's playing. I like, I just wanted to know what the thought. So the big thing is, is I hope that the league sees this as an opportunity to do the following. It's, it's, not, it's one thing to say what's wrong, but let's offer a solution here. I hope the league uses this as an opportunity to have communication and use this as a teachable moment for these younger adults to understand the world in which they are performing in. I hope they use this as an opportunity because... That Isaiah Stewart is a good kid. Mm -hmm. Okay. He's a good kid. He's a good young man. Plays hard, plays tough. Good young man. LeBron James has been excellent in his career. And whether you think he's the GOAT or whatever it is, he has been excellent for the game and the business. And I would hope that this next generation that is coming into the league would understand what I'm saying because they're walking into a league and saying, I want to get into the basketball business. And once you get in the league, no one ever prepares you for the business of basketball. And it's until you can understand and see the totality of the NBA for what it is, do you understand why LeBron James immediately offered a peace sign to Isaiah Stewart. Intentional or unintentional, it happened. And it's going to happen again. And what is the league going to do to have the communication so that everyone understands what's going on at a, in this game and why it's important that everyone understands what needs to happen to move the game forward for the next generation. Mm. Well, talking about that, you know, you mentioned the baton being passed to, to the next guy, and that's how the league works with marketing. 
Can we talk about the Milwaukee Bucks? Yes, we can. Uh, because they have Chris Middleton back, and they played the Magic last night, and they were up 40 points at one point, BJ, in this game. They were, um, you know, if you want to go to the stats, plus minus for Giannis, he was plus 38 in this game. Drew Holiday, plus 37, BJ. Those numbers stand out to you. But you also look at this team, and we've talked about, we still think that they are the favorite in the East until, you know, otherwise, as, as long as, you know, their three guys are healthy. But Giannis is, you know, he's dominating again, BJ. And uh, I, I, we talked about that torch. I think they're 34. I don't know if the rest of the world is ready to, to get on and watch, but I think he might have the torch. Well, what Giannis is doing is he's knocked on the door and he told everybody in this league that torch of that guy who's next, I'm waiting in the, I'm waiting in the lobby right now. And if you don't open it, the door soon, I'm going to kick in this door and I'm going to take it. Now, Giannis <laughs> is preparing himself for next. Yes. I can, I can hear it in his conversations. I can hear it in his interviews. I can hear how he's beginning to open up. But more importantly, his confidence and the way he's playing. He's not pushing the panic button. He's working the media, saying how much he misses his players. He's staying loves focused. Brooke Lopez. He loves he keeps Brooke Lopez. Tell, keeps he, telling everybody how he, much he misses Brooke. He is, he is gearing himself up for next. And he's right there. Now he's at the door. And he's going to kick in this door. He's going to take it one way or another. Yeah, he's been Knicks, knocking and smiling and, and whistling outside, and you know, and just now you can't hold him his off. Toes. Now, yeah, now he's ready. He, he looks like he's ready to do this again. He looks like he's ready. Okay, and I'm going to give him. <laughs> you know how much I, I I respect greatness, but when I see it, I can't tell you. I can't tell you how to duplicate it. I just know it when I see it. He's ready now. He's ready. He will be in the conversation to win a championship from here on out for the next five to 10 years, or however long he, you know, hopefully he stays healthy his whole career. But he will be in the run because now he has the confidence, he understands how to play. And more importantly, he's getting better. I mean, Tate. He's getting better. Tate. He's better this year than he was last year. Yeah. And you by said the way, it, at the end of last year, the ball kept bouncing. Yeah. Tate, he's better. So we know what he's doing in the offseason. He is studying his craft. He's not on Instagram playing that game. He's getting himself ready for the season. And I think they're going to come out of the East when it's all said and done. I, I don't see signs, you know, for otherwise. And this was the first real sign this season that uh, if they want to, you know, a lot of teams, BJ, you hear this over the years, you know, and I think we've heard it, you know, with the Lakers already this year that at some point they can quote unquote flip the switch. No. And, uh, you know, I don't I don't think that's ever a thing. But I think the Bucks, you know, with the injuries, guys in and out of the lineup, we finally have Middleton and Giannis and Drew on the court together. That's, you know, obviously their core three and they're missing Brooke. And once Lopez is back, they have everyone but, you know, P.J. Tucker from last year's starting five. We'll see how they figure out that position and, and that role for their team. But 
Giannis is a man on a mission, and Giannis is uh, to be marveled at. You mentioned greatness. I mean, he is Giannis the Great. That's what we called him. Unbelievable. But it's it's just great. I'm excited. It's been a long time since I've been this excited about the show. I'm always excited. Mm. But now we're talking about things that happen in in between those lines. Yeah. And this is great yeah. for the game. This is great. I think now the league, you know, that little melee that happened the other day has really opened up the league. I think it's opened up where's this league going to be in the next five years? Because now take that's where we're at. And it gave us a glimpse of there's a new generation now. Mm-hmm. And they're coming. And they're coming. And, and like you said, uh, when you're the guy, you're not getting a suspension. And that that's, that's a telltale the, sign that we might be. I mean, and we, we are at this point. We, we are in a transition it. stage right yes. now. Okay. And like you said, we're number in 34 tra- is waiting in the lobby. We're in a transition. We're in the lobby. We're knocking in the door. And now it's time. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we know is coming right around the corner and it happens. And, you know, Tay, like I said, I always studied, I always wanted to know and always studied, wanted to know the pressures of being a great player. I don't know why. I have no idea, but I always wanted to understand it. I wanted to understand their mindset because it wasn't like the role players where you come to the game and you score six or eight points and no one talks about you. And as long as you shoot 50%, it's like, okay, he has some help. The star player has to figure out how to be a star and win the game. The star player has to understand the politics of who's refereeing the game. The star player had to understand the matchups. The star player had to understand all of the the game within the game. And that came with pressure. And that not only did you have to know all that stuff, you had to deliver on it. You had to deliver. Okay. And both sides of the coin. So I wanted to know my role in this game. Like I can vividly remember us going into the NBA finals for the very first time. And as a team, we had to understand it was magic versus Michael. Mm -hmm. We had to, we had to understand all the role players and all the, the rest of the team had to understand Okay, we're in the NBA Finals, but everyone was only talking about Magic versus Michael. And we had to understand he couldn't, when I say he, Michael couldn't come out in game one and Magic have 25 points, 15 assists, 12 rebounds, three steals, and lose. That couldn't happen. Mm -hmm. We had to make sure that... Whatever was going on that, yeah, we we wanted to say, man, Magic did Magic, Michael did Michael, and then we had to win the game. <laughs> that was our, but we uh, when you understand that pressure, you know, it's more than just a guy carrying a team. The role players have to understand their ability to allow this player to be who they need to be. Because there are egos involved, you know, there's, you know, scores to be settled, you know, there's a lot of things going on. And with that, I think it's important. And I always made it my business to understand because then ultimately the only thing that matters is who won the game. 
That's all that really matters. And if you don't have a team that understands that, it's a disaster for any star player. And it's interesting, right? In the NBA, I mean, there's so many guys, like you said, that, that I mean, Steph Curry is a star in his own way that we marvel at. And you've compared it to Tim Duncan. I think that's a great comparison to how he leads. I mean, there's different ways to do it. But at the end of the day, you're going to have the exact responsibilities, like you said, to manage all this stuff within the game. And then also the business side of this, it, it is Magic versus Michael. So Michael's got to get his. Magic's trying to get his. You know what I mean? It, it is... It, it is the, the show yeah, and the business. There, 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 there is the basketball business. <laughs> and then there's the business of basketball. See, mm. I love the Warriors right now. It's because right now they have reached, they've peaked into the zone of understanding what I'm saying here. Because when they played Golden, when they, when the Golden State Warriors went to Brooklyn, was there any doubt who was getting all the shots? No doubt. Think about this now. Then they played the other night, and Steph Curry only had 12 points <laughs> against the Toronto Raptors. So this team, this coaching staff, they understand his problem as being a star player. They understand. I watched them play. I can't remember the game they were playing. They were playing the Atlanta Hawks. Steph Curry had 37 points or I don't know, whatever it is. The team wanted to make sure that he got a 40 piece. Mm -hmm. The team wanted to make sure. You, You need this team and you need teammates who understand your problem and that star player better understand, hey, tonight I better make sure that I get Jordan Poole involved. I make sure I got to get Draymond his 10 points. I got to make sure I get all these other guys because you understand the basketball business. That's what makes a star player because the star player has to understand this if he's going to be a star. This is what Giannis, Giannis is beginning to understand the business of basketball. Mm. His personality is beginning to come out to where now the NBA is going to say the following. The business of Giannis is good for the league. <laughs> it's good. No, the, yeah, Giannis is good for business. You understand. You understand why these star players are stars. Because they're good for the business. Giannis is a little different in his interviews. Giannis is beginning to understand the business of basketball. And I love every moment of it because that's the part that no one ever prepares you for. The step back is good. The fadeaway is good. The winning is good. But you can't be your optimum until you understand the business that you're actually playing in. That's why Jordan was the best of the best because somehow, some way, he understood the business better than any other player. And guess what? He kept everyone captivated, right? With that understanding of the marketing. He understood. The he you could understood. say, you could debate whoever you want to say who's the best basketball player of all time. You can debate, but you can't debate this. No one was better than the business of basketball than Michael 
Jordan. I mean, it's almost, it, it felt like a movie with Michael. I mean, he left. You can debate the basketball. Okay, hey, if, came you, back and won three if you said Bill Russell was the greatest with 11 championships, I can't argue. If you said yeah. Wilt Chamberlain, if you said Shaq, if you said the late Kobe Bryant, if you said LeBron, I can't argue any of that. Mm-hmm. Kareem, there's, there's so many incredible players. If you, okay, you can make your argument and we can all, we can say that. But no one can argue the business of basketball, who was the greatest and who was the best. Can't argue it. No one can argue that one. And that's what we are getting to a point to understand. We can keep talking about who's a brand, who's not a brand. There's only one way to be a brand. To be great. To be great. To perform when it's time, and that's why you know Giannis, his Disney has his life rights, right? I mean, like he, he's he's work, he's understanding the business. He's he understand now. He's moving this, in that way. This is the part that no one prepares these athletes for. There's only one way in to that realm of excellence: performance. You can't get in because you got followers on social media. You can't get in because you got the most likes. You can't get in because you had a viral video. You can't get in because you had a good week or a good month. You have to perform. And that's the only way you get in. Tom Brady is Tom Brady because of one thing. In the moment, he does it. Facts. Facts. Every time. And when Facts. he doesn't, and when he doesn't, you're shocked. It's the same with Michael. Facts. I mean, when, Bo- when Bob Costas used to call games, he was like, and we know this game's over. Michael's about to take over. There's only one way in. You cannot get away. You cannot trick hard work. And hard work means performance. You can work hard. I believe the players when they say they're working hard over the summer. I believe they I believe they are putting in the work, like they said. But when it's time to perform, you got to do it. Yeah. Summer don't mean anything. Summer, what you did in the summer don't mean anything to me. Performance demands that you are present in that moment. And when that moment needs you to step up, you step up. Mm. There's only one way into that, into that, <laughs> into that realm. It's 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 probably something along the lines of dropping 50 points in a closeout game in the NBA finals. It's only one way to do that. You got to do it. <laughs> it's only one way to do it. You can't talk yeah. about that one. You can't tell me how good you are going into a game seven. You got to be that one. And just like Jordan before him, he didn't even let it go to game seven. Bucks and six. You gotta, you gotta do that. You gotta be that. So, man, Tate, I appreciate this. This is this is excellent. If we could keep this conversation here on the court, mm. then we're having a good day. We have. I mean, we we gotta get Trey Weaver on the show. We gotta talk about the like the actual. We do. Uh, you know, we do have to get our good friend Trey Weaver, but he's got a lot going on right he now. Got a lot you, going on. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. and 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 since we are part of the media, 
we couldn't have him on the show and not ask him about. Yeah, I know. You're so, right. so you know, you know, out of respect, we're gonna we'll, we'll let wait all, for this, all that to cool down, and then we'll have him. And on. then we'll have him on. We gotta have our good friend Troy Weaver, but you know, it, it's, this is, you know, I'm just interested to see what's gonna happen the next time it does happen, because it's gonna happen again. <laughs> it's gonna happen again. Well, we'll keep our eyes peeled. This has been pushing through. BJ, anything else before we get out of here? Well, Tate, because there was so much action in Michigan, when in Lake Michigan, what do you Ooh. do? What do you do, Tate? Ooh, you got to make waves. We will see you later in the week. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. <laughs>